I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. This is part two of A Dangerous Sport. In part one, Justin, small and wiry, is a student in a class I teach at a reentry center where he's doing time. I don't know the crime for which he is incarcerated, but I fear that it may have been something violent. He's warned me, don't be afraid of the big guy, just watch out for the little guy with a gun. He's intimidating, but I'm caught off balance, charmed by his wit and intelligence. Here is part two of A Dangerous Sport. One day, some of us decided to take the elevator instead of tromping up the stairs to our classroom. But at the last second, the other students backed out of the elevator. Amidst the talking, I hadn't noticed the closing of the heavy metal doors. Now I was alone in the elevator with Justin. Too late I realized he had positioned himself between me and the elevator control panel. My heart pounded like a rabbit in a trap. I had carelessly stepped into the dark alley of my deepest fears. Suddenly the elevator felt hot, claustrophobic. My mind raced through 5,000 nightmarish thoughts. We were between floors, and he was the one closest to the stop button. No staff members knew that we were in the elevator. Had he purposely lured me into this situation? Oh, God, just let me get out of this, and I will never be so foolish again. His piercing eyes held my gaze as he leaned towards me, saying, How does it feel to be alone in an elevator with a criminal? He wanted an answer. He could smell fear. Fear demands clarity. This is a challenge. It's a duel, I thought. How many times had I watched the movie Ridicule? Set in the Louis XVI period of France, the powers of the French court were determined by your ability to impale your opponent with your finest verbal poison. Failure meant off with his head. Could solving the riddle of the Sphinx, the impossible Zen koan, save my head now? I tried to look casual, in control, confident. Looking directly into his eyes, I calmly replied, Why do you think there's only one criminal in this elevator? A look of surprise flashed across his face. His arched eyebrows gave him away. He was off balance, just what I wanted. I imagined his mind racing through a myriad of possibilities. Was she the undercover for an extortion ring of drug dealers within the prison system? Or could she be the sweet school teacher who poisoned her cheating lover's breakfast jam? Was she the perfect criminal, the one unlike him, who never got caught? Or was she just baiting him? Maybe she didn't have a secret at all. He wanted to know. But in this game, I now had the upper hand, and I wasn't giving anything. Isn't that what winning is? Now he would be eternally tormented by not knowing. He cocked his head. I read touche in his eyes. As the elevator door opened, He stepped aside and with a gentlemanly bow invited my escape. I'd won this time. Would there be a next time? Of course. Would it be dangerous? Who can tell? 
now as in 19th century France. We were locked into a battle of words, and there would be no going back. For Esoterica, I'm Andrea Bella. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.